I'm expecting, but hopefully it's at least some interesting details. Um, I will be out of town, so I don't even know if I'll be able to actually watch it live, but I'll have to make sure I'm, you know, kept up to date because if noteworthy stuff comes, uh, especially as it regards to Starfield and uh, a few other things we'll get to that just leaked um, that, ironically enough, uh, Frank, I think, just mentioned in the comments section about the Persona games. Uh, which were leaked in advance. Uh, Persona yeah, 5 yeah. Tactics and Persona 3. Some form of remake for Persona 3. I don't know yeah. exactly what that is. And I don't even know exactly what Tactics is going to be yet. Um, I don't I don't know how much details were there. Uh, but what I do know is that it looks like that's going to be PlayStation only? Both of the no. Persona... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I completely misspoke. I was reading I was a message. Say. My, my roommate and I were just talking about it, and I mixed it up. It's going to be Xbox and PC only. It's not going to be on PlayStation at all. That's what I meant. Um, Possibly. I think that they might have the branding because they're announcing it at their showcase, but not having Persona on PlayStation would be kind of wild. Um, so I think it'll probably be on all three, but Xbox might have like just like the exclusive scoop. <laughs> on okay. them existing this weekend. Frank, I think, said no, they're on everything. I don't know. Like I said, my roommate just told me a few minutes ago, right before I went live. He's like, I oh, literally shit, sent it to you. But... You sent it to me, <laughs> and then I said, I was, we were talking about it in my my group chat, and uh, but you're, the picture you sent me didn't specify anything about PlayStation, so I don't know. Maybe it was just a little bit mis, uh, mis sure. Yeah, because I think that the uh, whatever got posted was like supposed to be in that showcase okay yeah, he said pc microsoft and switch thank god more games on the switch less likely that they're going to be getting rid of the switch um but yeah so that's that's crazy i heard that uh he said there's trailers i haven't seen them yet did you watch the trailers or no i watched some of it okay but not all of it just because i probably will see it on sunday yeah i'll have to check them out because i'm intrigued and i really if persona 5 tactics is you know anything good um then i'm definitely intrigued because i i love the persona 5 game of course one of my favorite games and yeah so those those were leaked which i definitely don't think was supposed to happen but here we are um it is quite unfortunate hopefully know. they have more other they should have other stuff because that's not really an xbox that's not an xbox studio thing and they have like 11 games that are like in limbo somewhere that we're supposed to <laughs> know about so hopefully they still have a lot of other uh, announcements yeah, I guess we will find out. Um, I'm definitely going to check out the trailers after, and I'll I'll let you know my thoughts. But that wasn't even part of the main presentation today. Um, I know you said there were some things that you um, were excited about, some things you weren't super interested about. So honestly, I thought maybe for formatting purposes, we could just kind of go through some of the more noteworthy stuff and give our rapid-fire thoughts. And if neither of us have any real thoughts on it, we'll just move on to the next one. Does that work for you? Yeah, whatever you want. I had a list of everything, but I don't know how you're going to pick and I'm choose. I'm using IGN's. About. Well, I was kind of just going through IGN's list um, and just okay. kind of hitting on the more noteworthy stuff because I'm thinking that's probably going to be our main topic tonight, and there weren't that many games. So if we skip some, I'm pretty sure, you know, we could just give our thoughts because I'm curious to hear your thoughts on some things. So just to kind of dive right into it, I guess, unless you have any opening thoughts or anything you want to get to first. No, I'm good. All right, so Spider-Man 2 has an official release date coming out in October. Um, they showed a little bit more gameplay, and obviously we learned that uh, Venom will not be Eddie Brock. So that's interesting because they're going to play into some different lore. I think a lot of people think it might end up being Harry Osborn. Do I don't you think that's interesting at all. That's the first thing that is pissing me off. It's like nobody played the first game. The I first game literally... E yeah, I'm not going to tell you who, but the first game literally ends with the symbiote with a certain character. 
And everyone's like, oh, it's not Eddie Brock. It's like, no, it never was. Eddie Brock is not, as far as I'm aware, in our sp- in, in our universe. Or, like, we haven't seen him. So I just don't know why people are so upset about that when the first game literally ends with cer- <laughs> the certain someone having the symbiote. So I think it's quite clear where, where you're really going to start the story into or where it could possibly end up or why things end the way they do. Um, whoever our, like, whoever Peter gets it from. Um, so yeah, if people are just like, why isn't it Eddie? It's like, go play the first game if you need a refresher on why the symbiote likely isn't his. Um, but I saw a cool theory that it likely ends up with Craven, which could be fun. Um, since he's, like, not a superhuman person, I guess. I guess he's just, like, a really good hunter, so it'd be interesting if he ends up with the symbiote to help him in that endeavor, but... Um, really weird, too, that PlayStation didn't have this in their showcase because the overall vibe from the PlayStation showcase was not that great. Um, people expected a lot more from them, and holding off the date for Spider-Man 2 would have been huge! That would have been, like, such a nice thing to include, especially with the pre-order bonuses and all of, like, the digital and collector stuff uh, info coming out today. They have some sick suits, by the way, but... Yeah, just weird that it wasn't at Sony's thing unless they really didn't have the date until a week later, which I don't... I don't see being the case. I'm happy, though. Like, October's great. I'm definitely looking forward to this one. Yeah, um, again, I played a little bit of the first one. I do remember thinking it was cool how many suits there were and other cool stuff that, that you could do, but I haven't played enough of it to really have a strong opinion on it one way or another. But anyone I know that's played it has liked it, so I definitely think it's one that at some point I'll get to. I just, I mean, I don't know. I know the Spider-Man story. I've seen the movies. I've played some of the older games. Like, it doesn't, I, I'm not, I mean, I feel like you kind of know what you're getting with this game, with, with the original Spider-Man game anyway. So, you know, because it's not an original story to the game, right? It's just kind of a, a retelling of, you know, basically everything we've seen before. I mean, you could say, saying that it's not worth it is just like saying, oh, if you've seen the original Spider-Man trilogy, you don't need to watch Andrews or Tom's because they're not different, but they are. I would argue that you should still play the game and the story still is unique in its own way. Um, I found it really good. It's quite emotional at times, too. All right. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not against the game or anything like that. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant, like, for me, it wasn't, like, a priority play when there were other things because I feel like it's not going to... Man, I could be wrong, and maybe I am. I it happens a lot. I just didn't personally feel like it was going to give me a brand new experience that I, I you know. don't think there's anything else out there like that where you can play Spider-Man like that because it's just that's like a very hard or like specific set of uh, mechanics to make work. So it's like when a game like that is announced, it's like, oh, like how are they going to do this? How are they going to get this to work? Like. Um, and what they did was just, like, they perfected it. Like, they absolutely nailed it. So if, if you've at least played some of the game, then, like, you know what they've done and what they've achieved. And it's, like, setting a definitely high bar for when you say you're going to make a game about a certain hero and, like, tailoring it to them. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, making Marvel's Avengers where, like, you make a game and then just kind of drop characters in there that don't really, like, fit what you did. But, like, designing a whole game around a character, I think that they set, like, the bar for superhero stuff. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I know it's good. I have never really heard anything bad about it. I just, um, Starry just said in the comments, it's it's very much its own story. It's not an origin story. Um, so, I guess you know maybe there are a lot of differences. I'll have to um, I'll have to keep that in mind moving forward. Uh, Prince of Persia was announced as well. Uh, it's a two D Metroidvania apparently, and this is not the remake that they had been working on from like the ground up. It's a separate title. Uh, because there had been apparently like big delays on that remake, and I think it might be canceled entirely. I'm not sure. Um, but this seemed kind of neat. Any thoughts on this? It's a side-scrolling action platformer. Art style seems kind of unique. 
Um, no. <laughs> I'm aware yeah. that this series exists, but mm-hmm. I never played the original, if that's the only one. I don't know how many there's been. Probably more than one. I think maybe two um, or three, but I'm not 100%. Yeah, I never played it. I like the protagonist from this one. Like, his character design looked really cool, and, like, from what I saw, it looks nice. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it would ever be something I'm picking up day one, but, like, if it's something that everyone's like, oh my god, like, this is an experience, then I'd, I'd, I'd check it out. Like, I'm not, like, completely against, like, a 2D Metroidvania like that. But, yeah, just not ever been something I've paid attention to. All right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, again, I haven't played the other ones either. I'm a little bit interested in this one simply because of the style of game that it is. Um, And if you don't have to have played any of the other ones to really enjoy it or have the experience, then I guess um, I may give it a shot at some point. But it's definitely not like a a day one thing for me or anything of that. So we'll move on. Mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat 1. I know we talked about this very briefly. Uh, They showed some actual gameplay trailer footage and stuff. this is a a sort of a reboot, sort of an alternate universe based on what Ed Ed Boon said when they were out on stage. I actually really enjoyed that interview and him sort of explaining a lot. Um, I enjoy the Mortal Kombat games. My roommate is like a huge fan. They're like some of his favorite games ever. Um, the fatalities look sick. The gameplay looks sick. And I think the cameo mechanic where you can have like a tag partner, mm. quote unquote, um, is really neat. So I'm definitely intrigued. What do you think? Yeah, I like the assist thing. I, every time they did that on screen, I was like, I'm like, what are they doing? Like, where are they getting all this all this help from? Like, people are just coming to help. Um, so yeah, the new assist thing's cool. Um, I've played Mortal Kombat. I like it. I forget which one I bought last. Does 10, does that make sense? For when I was in college? 11 is <laughs> the last one that came out. 10 was before that. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was 10 or 9. I don't know. I played one of those, but it's like Call of Duty. Like, you spend the $60, $70, and, like, you know what you're getting. I do think that the visuals are fucking awesome. Like, they, the game looks great. But, like, you know what you're going to get with this type of game, and it's not something I want to spend full price on to play, like, once. <laughs> so I definitely, like, I enjoy that it's there, and, like, for the fighting fans, Mortal Kombat fans, but um, that's something I'd probably spend money on. But it is really cool, and the fatalities are always sick. All right, all right. Yeah, I definitely like it. Um, I'm assuming my roommate's gonna buy it, so I probably won't spend much on it either because I'm not like I don't long I don't play a lot of longevity with those types of games, but it's fun to like yeah, pick exactly. up and play when people are hanging around. Yeah, for sure. It's just like uh for me, it's like a big advance investment just to like get it for the off occasion. Either somebody comes over and you play like split screen, or like you hop online for a few matches. Yeah, when Maybe it's when awesome, it's I spend a lot of time in. Yeah, Maybe when it's cheaper. Um, yeah, it's cool. And so quick note, Fortnite, um, I've actually taken a break from the game. It got very stale. Um, they did reveal a Transformers crossover, but not only that, it's actually going to be very different. It's like set in the, like, it's very wild themed. There's dinosaurs. Um, there's going to be like Transformer, playable Transformers characters. Um, I gotta be honest, I got a little hyped on this one, uh, especially with Rise of the Beast coming out, but it may be what needs what i was looking for to get back into it a little bit because i didn't really care for the past couple seasons this seems kind of exciting so i'm gonna give it a chance uh, i know you really only got back into fortnite for anakin so i don't know if you have any feelings on this one <laughs> way or another if it moves the needle for you but it seems really fucking sweet to be able to run around as optimus prime and, and have dinosaurs chasing you so i'm into that yeah, I like the riding the dinosaurs. I was hoping, I was like, I'm not playing unless I can be a Transformer. Like, I want to be able to, like, get an item that, like, to transform or, like, a pickup or something where you can, like, kind of, you know how, like, in the movies, how the the human, like, comes out of, like, the car? Mm-hmm. I was like, let, let me transform into something temporarily. Um, and I, I do enjoy very much so that there's, like, a baby Optimus Prime. <laughs> he was the highlight for me, for He's sure. He's so small. 
Yeah, he was so small. I was just like, oh, it's a baby one. It's like weird not to hear his I am Optimus Prime, uh, whatever the fuck he says, but you know, he's it's cool. Yeah. Good for Fortnite. I'm excited about it. I don't think it really, like, I don't think there's a ton to say about it, especially because it hasn't even come out yet, but it's definitely one of those things where it's like, just when I'm taking a break and bagging out, they really find a way to at least pique my interest. I mean, whether or not it sustains is a whole other story. Um, but speaking of piquing my interest, Sonic Superstars, and this one, I gotta be honest, on paper or on screen, looks like it could be a fucking home run. Um, it's back to basics it's sonic 2d with new levels new designs uh 3d art style but it's a side-scrolling performance it sort of looks like sonic generations was one of the ones and that's a really really well-received game um i gotta be honest it seems really cool and the fact that there's four-player co-op is kind of interesting too especially Mm -hmm. if you can do it online which i don't know if that's gonna have that option I will say four people playing on split screen on the same TV, unless the TV is massive, sounds miserable. But this game as a whole looks very, very interesting or intriguing off the bat. It did, yeah. I was really surprised to see no more Sonic because uh, some of the shows I listened to earlier the week that were like preparing for this and predicting things were like, "Oh, we're gonna, we might see more Sonic." I'm like, "What do you mean more Sonic? We just got Sonic Frontiers." I'm pretty sure they just released another. Uh, like 2D game or some remake or something like uh, not too long ago and I was like more Sonic really and then this came up and I was like what the fuck I was like Sonic never stops but it was it looks really cool like you said um I've played a few of the Sonics like this and I don't really know how to play them if you know what I mean like they're kind of hard you I kind of just go and like try to get to the end of the level and like hope for the best because if there's any other like navigation involved (laughs) gone but no yeah it looks it looks really cool um, I still haven't played Frontiers, but yeah, this 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 looked fun, and I would definitely play this if it wasn't like a million dollars. Does look like it's going to be a seventy dollars game off the bat, at least on Best Buy's yeah. computer, which I'm not. That's fair, player. you know. It's I'm not like, uh, oh, you shouldn't charge that for the, all your work on your game, but it's like I'm not probably going to spend that right away or ever, depending. <laughs> I just think it's a little too expensive for some titles and some things. I, I think I get the aspect behind it and how long prices have stayed the same. But I also think, like, depending on the game, I'm, I mean, Tears of the Kingdom should not have been a seventy dollars game, you know. Just, not, not anything, not a knock on the game, but that feels like an audacity type move that Nintendo only did because they're Nintendo. Because on Switch, which runs the way Switch runs, to expect people to pay seventy dollars for a game, I think is just kind of crazy. But you know, uh, it's on know- all platforms, though. So. Sonic Superstars is, yeah. So I don't know whether or not there's going to be cheaper pricing for PS4 and Xbox, probably because it is on both. So it'll probably end up being like 60 on those, but we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. Um, I love Frontiers. I talked about it on the show a while back. I had so much fun with that game. It was just a really unique, and I really hope they make a sequel. There's supposed to be DLC coming out later this year yeah. for it and uh, story updates and stuff. So I uh, I really like that game and definitely recommend it. It's also not like a big, huge time sink. It's It's pretty... It's pretty fun for for the source material. Uh, But yeah, so Sonic Superstars, people were pretty excited about it. It looks good. It's hard to put your trust in Sonic Team because a lot of times they end up making these games that are just very much a letdown. Um, They get a little too ambitious. They lucked out with Frontiers, I think. That game wasn't perfect. It definitely had some graphical issues, among other things. And, and, you know, it was far from non-criticizable. But I think it was really good and a nice attempt at something new. Happy to see going back to basics here, and that may work really well for this type of game. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I know nothing about Alan Wake, but the gameplay trailer looked intriguing for Alan Wake 2. There's a new character. Uh, they had one of the guys out who on stage, who was, I don't know if he was a developer or who he was, but he was talking for a little bit about like some of the decisions and what's going on. Um, I know you said you're more familiar with this. So any thoughts? Are you excited for 2 and you, you've played 1 or you said you're going to start playing 1 pretty soon? Yeah, I don't know much about it right now, but um, when I saw that Alan Wake 2 got announced, anytime a sequel gets announced, I'm like, oh, I should probably <laughs> play the first game, especially if it's something that sounds like something I'd like and I just missed growing up or whatever. Um, this one looks really good. I think they said that, so because you're playing between the two characters, it's like a 50-50 split. The new one, Saga, or Sega, I say Saga, Anderson, she's like a... Uh, a beginner one so like i think she's learning things about the world as like the player would so i maybe you can start this one without playing the first one i wasn't really clear on that but i got the uh alan wake remaster which came out a few years ago i just bought that on sale it was only like 10 bucks so i was like that's probably a good deal <laughs> so i'm gonna try to play that before this comes out it looks scary i don't know why i do this to myself but i am <laughs> like a sucker for like the hyper realistic horror games which like <laughs> is arguably the worst kind because they're so convincing um, but yeah, it's definitely intriguing. I like that kind of style where, uh, kind of like Resident Evil 7 and 8 have been, where, like, a lot of it's just, like, exploring and, like, um, finding, like, certain things on top of trying not to die, so <laughs> I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I'll probably stream my playthrough when I get around to the remake. All right. Well, I mean, I'm interested, and I think they did say on stage, yeah, uh, Frank, I think just mentioned it in the comments as well. Uh, they did say it on stage that you can just play that game without any prior experience of one and you're not going to be lost. He's like, you can play this one mm -hmm. first if you want to. Um, I think he said sort of it might like enhance the experience if you've played the first one. But it's nice that they're not making it so you have to go back and play the other one, um, yeah. you know, in order to, to get more people. Yeah, uh, definitely when you stream it, you know, let us know. Uh, I probably won't, like, watch a ton because it's one of those games I feel like I don't want to, like, spoil for myself. Right. Um, but it's not super expensive, so I imagine getting to it. That was a big title, and a lot of people were excited about that one. Um, yeah, I've definitely heard it, but just never had never got around to it before. Well, I'm interested to hear how you feel about it after you've gotten a chance to play it, because we do have a lot of similar interesting games, and then there are obviously areas in which we differ wildly, but I think a lot of games that are just kind of, like, at a certain level, we've kind of been able to, you know, be agreeable on. Uh, like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, it, we just got an official release date for it. This is another Yakuza game, basically. It's a spinoff, and it basically brings back the main protagonist from the earlier on games. Um, really only noteworthy because it's one of the games I have drafted, so I'm very happy that this is actually still getting a release in this year. Um, it looks cool. I, I really enjoyed Yakuza 0. I thought it was an exceptionally good game. Um, and I will absolutely recommend this series to anyone. I want to go back and, like, start playing one at some point. Um, but I've gotten into other things. So I'm going to guess you don't really have any thoughts on this one way or another. I don't. All right. Fair. I recognize the name Kazuma Kiryu, but I don't know why. <laughs> That's what I thought. He's the main character, and he, he's definitely a cool character. I think they've pivoted away in, a, in the last couple of games, but he was definitely the main character for a lengthy period of time. The game is just very, like, funny and engaging and just, like, a really fun playthrough, mm. like, beat-em-up style game. Is it, like, a JRPG, or would you call it something else? It is else? not a JRPG. It is, like, a, okay. like a beat-em-up, like, you. It's, it's, like, a lot of fighting, skill you can like unlock different skills different fighting styles there's a lot of story like dialogue there's side quests that are optional you don't have to do them but you can and then there's in-game events like different you can like manage property and make money from that and do all kinds of things so there's a lot you can do but you don't have to do all of it to actually be able to enjoy the experience nice 
Um, okay, I am really bummed out about this one. Toxic Commando, and they have the audacity to attach John Carpenter's name to this. I mean, maybe he worked on it. I don't fucking know. I saw the, them saying that it was going to be a game with John Carpenter sort of attached to it. Of course, the guy who made Halloween, among other things. Um, and then they started it out with a couple, like, maybe 10 seconds of footage that looked like it was building up to be some kind of, like, crazy horror game. And then it's just fucking Left for Dead, but, like, bad. Like, it's, it's like, worse Left for Dead. Like, they just completely ripped the Band-Aid off there. Um, I've been hoping we get another, like, horror game that's, like, a mainline, like, game that, like, really has a lot of force behind it. And I thought a name like John Carpenter attached, it would be this. But realistically speaking, I, the more of this trailer I saw, the more I was like, okay, so it's just more of the same and it's not really worth my time. How did you feel about it? I had no feelings. As you know, I like horror movies, but it's more like the mainstream stuff, so I don't even know the name John Carpenter off the top of my head. Wow. Um, you've never seen yeah. Halloween? Tell me you've seen Halloween, please. I don't know which ones I've seen, if I have seen them. It's definitely a series I need to like properly go through and watch, just because I know they've even made uh, recent installments. Oh, yeah. I mean, really, um, what you need to see is the OG from 1983, which I know is too old for you but like it's really <laughs> worth watching and then yeah. the 2018 one and the two after like those four are canon quote-unquote because they retconned it after, has he well, directed all four like is he part of them he directed yeah i mean he's he's associated with all of them he does the score for all of them he created and directed the first one and i believe he directed two three like multiple um but he was heavily involved with the reboot or the retcon or whatever you want to call it um and those movies especially 2018 halloween and then halloween ends halloween kills just fucking awesome movies like i'm not a huge yeah. horror buff but those movies are great but i always recommend watching the original because it still to this day holds up so well like it is it's an older movie it works in its favor because it's shot in such a way that like the suspense is built without needing a bunch of special effects and stuff so yeah nice. it's, it's yeah. great it's my favorite horror well other than i like fear street a lot too but I think Halloween is just exceptionally good. You'd, you'd probably enjoy them if you like any kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah, that, I think I would too. But Toxic Commandos, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like a weird name for this. I don't get, like, hordes of zombies when I hear Toxic Commando. But, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I usually also don't really tend to play games with, like, hordes of zombies like that. Like, Days Gone, Days Gone did yeah. not like that. Daisy, I'm pretty sure that probably had hordes. But, like, anything where there's just, like a mass of undead i'm just like no thank you it just doesn't um, sound fun it feels like it would get yeah. kind of quick I and mean, that's there's a reason some games have horde modes versus yeah. like horde as the main fucking mechanic of the thing you know yeah i mean it looks fun if that's like your jam but not for me i just was very bummed out that they 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 opened with it being John Carpenter and it, it for me it created this and are we gonna get I mean I didn't think we get like a Halloween game necessarily. I don't even know how you do that unless it was some kind of self-contained mm -hmm. story. But I thought something like the dude's been involved with so many great horror projects over the years and this was not what I what I was expecting is what I will say. Uh at all. Um but yeah, so if you're into it, no flame obviously. I hope people enjoy it, but yeah uh sandland that was that's announced uh toriyama a guy who created dragon ball z and i think he's also if you've heard of the dragon quest games like the jrpgs dragon quest um he's involved with a lot of those this is based on a manga i know nothing about um the gameplay seemed cool from an art perspective i really don't know anything about sandland so maybe people who do have stronger opinions were you like intrigued by the trailer how did you you did it do anything for you 
No, 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 it did not. Yeah, when we first saw the characters, I was on a Discord call with my friend. He's like, it look, looks like Dragon Ball. And then, yeah, sure enough, <laughs> it was the same guy. Um, I'm sure if this was, like, an obscure manga that you read, then, like, you're probably hyped for a game. But uh, even the vi the anime video games that I do have, they're sitting on my shelf collecting dust for no good reason. They're just, I just get them and then never <laughs> end up playing them. And I need to. It's a bad habit, just buying them and just not ever playing. But... Um, yeah, maybe, maybe this will be something people want. If it's like, I've never heard of Sandland, so I don't know how like popular it is for people, but maybe it's one of those like old school things that like has that audience somewhere and they're just like in hibernation, <laughs> but it looks cool. Just, yeah, I won't be playing this one. All right. I got an event now. Fucking pal world. This shit. Is just Pokemon. Can we please, can we please just look at all of these and tell me they don't exactly look like another Pokemon? I in one have way or a few another. examples prepared for you, friend. Oh, that will great! Show you exactly spot that Pokemon. I'm so glad you've done this because I was absolutely baffled at first. I was like, oh, that kind, of, like that kind of looks like an Eevee, and then the next frame was a fucking Gyarados, and I was like, dude, no way. Yeah, if you guys are watching the stream, let's take a look. Let's take a look here. I got Cobalion on the screen. Look to the right. Tell me that's not fucking Cobalion right there. Just, just weirder <laughs> with more clouds. Here we go. Don't worry. Got another one for you. They took Rowlet and made him a fucking chicken for some reason. But if you look at Rowlet right down in the bottom right hand corner here. Hold on. Sorry. My my thing didn't refresh as, as quickly as I'd hope. But bear with me. Owl with me. Look at Rowlet, right? And then look at this fucking little chicken thing right there. Tell me that's not... <laughs> Like this is actually insane. I can't look at the little sheep. The little sheep has a Pokemon. Yeah, Wooloo. I'm gonna put a picture of Wooloo up as well. Hold, please. If you're listening on the podcast side of things, you guys uh, just look up the Pokemon as I mention them because look at the fucking. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's it's literally Pokemon. I mean, there's a, a Lapras with with suggestive fucking eyes going on over there. The the. I don't know what the little meganium. There's a meganium in the background that's just straight up like the same fucking thing. What is going yeah. on with this? I am, and then you're right. There's no picture of Eevee here, but if you looked in the, if you looked in the um in the trailer, you see it. I just I just popped the meganium up on the screen too. Look at the meganium, and then look at the thing I put it right next to. Like that is the same thing. They just move the mushroom up on top. I don't yeah. even understand how this is legal. Can you find the the Gyarados shot from the uh, beginning of the trailer? <laughs> hold on, I can I can do this live because this is just this is ridiculous. And At first, I was like, I was like, I'm like, oh, I'm like that kind of like that looks just like an Eevee, and then, like the next frame is you riding this dragon in the water, and it just is just straight up Gyarados, and then the thing flying yeah. in the air is also a Pokemon that is definitely a thing. There's a mole trace looking thing, as far as I can tell. Um, it's like they ripped the like the specific assets from the Pokemon and just like rearranged them or like kept like the exact eye shape or whatever. Like that yellow thing on the screen you have looks like the Gengar eyes, you know what I mean, and the smile. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they've managed to do this and not get shut down, but I would not be surprised if this was their last <laughs> hurrah before Pokemon notices that they exist. Um, and Jeff Keighley announced it as Pokemon with guns, which Nintendo is also not going to like <laughs> that it's being branded that way. That's how he worded it? Oh, yeah, he did say that. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, look at this. Look at this. I'm going to show you guys one more example if you're watching on the live show. Zekrom. 
Tell me that that Pokemon right here... Zekrom is a legendary, too. But if you look in the back, tell me that that is not fucking a direct... Almost a direct, like... I just... it. I don't understand. It's a direct rip. It's like if you and I made a game and we were like, Ah, Uncharted Horizons, the game, and it's just all these fucking renders. It, I was genuinely baffled when I saw this. They're not even trying to pretend it's not Pokemon. I just, no, pal worlds. I don't understand... And I find it completely hilarious. But you collect monsters, you give them guns, and then you, uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know if anyone else has thoughts on this, but. No, I think it's actually insane. I, there's a Stardew <laughs> clone called um, Roots of Pacho, which when I first saw it, I was like, this isn't going to release. I was like, surely this is going to get taken down for like literally ripping assets from stardew and no it's out it's on steam and just it's doing well and i was like that's just i don't know i'm not a lawyer i don't know how legally distinct you need to make things but <laughs> i'll be so surprised if this doesn't get any uh, blowback from uh nintendo i just want to read a quick headline from pc gamer uh it says quote if you've ever wanted to kill and eat pokemon great news this critical acting survival shooter arrives in january <clears throat> Developers say you can do fun things like create, craft a cozy homestead, build a mighty base, capture creatures, raise them, fight them, force them to work, sell them off, slaughter them for food. You can do many activities with your pals in the vast world of pal in the vast world of pal world. I just no. <laughs> no. I'm so angry that this game is even. I don't care. Like, I just. I just think it's insane. It's funny, but it's insane. I just, I, I would be surprised insane. to see. Unless the fucking actual game, they don't look anything like they look in the trailer, and they just were like, haha, look, it's Pokemon, and like, I don't know, but hot damn, not the move. Absolutely Unbelievable. not. Um, Alright, we can move on from that, though, unless you had anything else to add on this one. Nope. <laughs> Alright, so, Lord of the Rings Return to Moria was announced. Um... I never played, what is it, Shadow of Mordor, I think it's called? But that yeah. game was extremely well-received, and people really it liked was. it. Um, I, did you have any thoughts on this? I don't know that we really got enough to, like, have, you know, much of an opinion, like, in terms yeah. of gameplay. Yeah, a survival so. crafting is not what I want from Lord of the Rings. Um, maybe maybe there's a market for that somewhere, but, I, yeah, I do need to play the Shadow of Mordor games, because, like you said, they did get received well, and they're definitely more up my alley as far as, like, the type of game I want to be playing. Um, I actually missed that this was even attached to Lord of the Rings when it was on screen, because I probably stopped paying close attention. <laughs> so, definitely not something I'll be paying attention to. Alright, um, a couple of other quick notes. I'm not gonna bother, like, with graphics or big things. Path of Exile 2 got a gameplay trailer. I don't think we really got much of anything. It's an RPG, it looks like. An action RPG. Um, it seemed interesting, but there's, I think there's a lot of games like that, so I'm not really do much for me mm. um Baldur's gate 3 they showed off a little bit more gameplay and showed jason isaacs as a villain um i don't i didn't know who that guy was by name but apparently he played lucius malfoy in harry potter um oh, okay. so that's who he is he was also in midnight suns he voiced a character in that game marvel's midnight suns cool. oh i mean Baldur's gate 3 i feel like that game has been i'm pretty sure i went to pax in 2022 and that game was still in development and it was just not actually like um anything confirmed there uh final fantasy 7 ever crisis there's a mobile game like a closed beta that's starting it's basically like a mobile Boy. game that's telling story elements it's again kind of a small thing 
Uh, there was a new trailer for Modern Warfare 2's new season. There was an Exoprimal thing with Street Fighter that they showed. I guess Exoprimal actually comes out in July. Yeah, I was surprised Street Fighter was already getting new stuff, but like that's cool that there's something to look forward to if you're playing that game. Yeah, I have to look into that one because it seems a little interesting. Um, and then they showed a trailer for Witcher Season 3. I haven't really watched the show. I know a lot of people Me like either. it. Oh, you haven't? I feel no, and I thought... to be up your alley. I might watch it. I still haven't. I, pl- I started playing Witcher earlier this year and got distracted by something else that came out. Um, but I'm surprised that Henry Cavill was there because I know that he's leaving the show, but apparently this is his last season. And mm-hmm. then uh, Liam Hemsworth taking over? Is that who? Yeah. One of the Hemsworths. I don't think it's Chris. No, I think it's his brother. I Liam. find it so weird that they're going to continue the show. Like, are they just going to recast him and act like nothing yep. happened? I just find that <laughs> yeah, so weird. Just... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know it happens, but, like, I don't know. I thought he was good for the role. It is a show I want to watch eventually. Um, I don't know. I'm just seeing if there's anything else noteworthy here to mention. Oh, they did show the a teaser for Twisted Metal uh, for on the show. It looks so bad. It looks horrible and i i may have talked about this on the show before i'm not sure i adore twisted metal i grew up playing all the games i've played every single twisted metal game i think even the older ones which have not held up are still super fond in my heart like at some point in the future i want to own all of them all the physical media um i really like some of the goofier early stuff but you know twisted metal black was dark and honestly kind of scared me when i was younger when i played it when that game because i was only like 11 when that game came out and they had all the like the murderous like you know um, stuff going on so i was very very excited for a twisted metal show and anthony mackie's a great actor um and they released a teaser like a month and a half ago and it didn't show anything it was just kind of like a, him driving and then they showed this godforsaken thing where sweet tooth is like oh i prefer fruit punch and then he punches him in the face like like sweet tooth is a murderous rampaging serial killer not like a comedian who beats people up in casinos. I have to say, if you haven't seen this trailer, I would go it's out bad. of your way to watch it. It is so aggressively bad. And I, I'm like, I was so excited. Like, oh, shit, a trailer. Like, cool, we're actually going to get to see, like, something, you know? Twisted Metal's not a hard story to make into a compelling, dark TV series. Like, there's a bunch of different established characters. They all have different backstories. They shoot each other with vehicular combat. Like, there's so much to do there. You have infinite amounts of source material you can pick. And they somehow fucked it up. <laughs> and they didn't even... Will Arnett's just... It's just Will Arnett's voice just, like, deep in. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even sound he's like... He's like... He made that... He's just a line in the thing he makes when, like, him and Anthony Mackie are, like, both singing as he's, like, beating him up, which is just a whole other thing. And he's like, sounds like you have trust issues. And I'm like, bro, you sound like Pete from Mickey. Like, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas or something. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, somebody's cooking a ham. Like, I just... I can't get over how actually upset and disappointed i am about this trailer it, it is yeah it didn't far. feel like a clip from the show it felt like a weird i don't even know what you would call it it was just bad the singing bad yeah, everything's bad <laughs> and like the sweet tooth design isn't i like that that's fine it's like some wrestler i guess with like Samoa a similar yeah. voice over it mm-hmm. i just but why <laughs> why did they do this oh god so, i yeah like you yeah. said i i uh I grew up playing Twisted Metal. I don't know which one. It was on PS2. I have it over there in my pile somewhere. Um, maybe, it was on PS2. Yeah, PS2. It's either Twisted Metal Black or uh, they had Twisted Metal Head On, which was actually released um, <laughs> on PSP, but then it was also released on PS2 later. And it's a really, it's that's a fun one. But Black is like very dark. It has the the 
paint it black song on the intro and it's like that the one the... where you can knock over the eiffel tower and drive up it like a ramp no that's just metal 2 great great game Does that's the one up. i'm thinking of doesn't hold up unfortunately <laughs> but a great great game i adore that's the one metal we too. played all the time yeah we would I, every time we got that map we would go and immediately blow up the eiffel tower because you had to go to like certain spots to set off the bombs i don't know don't ask me any questions but i liked it i liked the characters it was a good time yeah, there's a level with like the Dutch world, like out in the in Dutchland, where you have like the fields and the windmills, and you drive through. Or there's mm-hmm. like a bunch of different. Like, I again, I love the Twisted Metal games. I played them relatively recently, like a year or two ago, with a friend on PS One Classic. They do not hold up well, just physical gameplay wise. They don't. I mean, Black holds up okay, but realistically speaking, they're all kind of out. And if you remember, they made a Twisted Metal game for PS Three, but it wasn't really like vehicle based. You like walked around as Sweet Tooth and stuff, and it was kind of poorly received and wasn't really what had made it you know successful um and so i thought this would be an opportunity to like get back to that tone and like i don't know it's just such a cool series and it's a series i've always loved and i'm very i mean i'm gonna watch the first episode of the show and give it that much because of my love for the property as a whole but like ooh, maybe this is a weird a weird scene and the rest isn't that bad <laughs> maybe unless it, yeah i said that maybe they were doing something like like almost to throw people off or something but it's not like they can pull a sonic the hedgehog and like pull it back and fix it and re-release it later if it's not good. Like, July release date is not that far away. Oh, well. I don't know. I just tweeted out the, um, on the podcast Twitter, uh, a link to the Twisted Metal trailer for anyone who hasn't seen it, if you guys want to see it, um, and let us know your thoughts on there, because, whew, that is, that is wild. Um, all right, so moving on, anyway, um, so they had the clip for Twisted Metal. There was a couple of Warhammer stuff. I'm going to guess, unless I'm very surprised that you don't care about that stuff. It's not really your I do cup not. of tea. Didn't think so, <laughs> neither do I. Lies of P got a little bit of a gameplay, and there's apparently a demo out. Yeah, um, I downloaded it. Did you? I haven't yet, but I wanted to check it out, because we talked about that game back when they first announced it. Was it last year's Summer Games Fest? Somewhere. I think so, yeah. <laughs> that was like one of the first episodes of the show we did. Well, it was me, you, and Isaac, and we all were talking about like our most anticipated releases, and that's what we had done, our games we we're looking forward to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was that. There's a game called Yes, Your Grace. Um, that one looked like cool. Indie game. <laughs> Is that the one I texted you, and I was like, yeah. it seems like it's right up your alley, because it's just kind of like, I don't know. Ah, uh, you're, you're, you, have a, you have a specific type of indie game that I think appeals to you, like, for its simplicity and kind of, like, which is fine. I mean, that in, yeah. in a bad way. I just, I, I see a game now, and I'm like, oh, okay, there's Snowfall, and there's, like, 2D characters. No, listen, if there's, like, high-res pixels art style, I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is your game? Let me look at it. Uh, but, yeah, this is a sequel to a game, um, which I somehow haven't heard about, but it seems cool. I would definitely play something like that. Yeah, it looked neat. Um, Witchfire again look really fucking cool um it looks like doom but like witch trials yeah, this one did i don't look really cool. know it looked kind of neat um very rapid fire very fast-paced play style um it's first person shooter at least for part of it um and there's also melee combat so early access for that launches in september i think it could be neat i'll definitely keep an eye out for it mm. yeah that one looked cool um yeah, so they said it was from the creators of The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, which was interesting, because that was a game I uh, I played. And it's not a game like that. It's like a uh, walking sim type thing. Mm-hmm. Story-driven, like, solo person. No, I don't really think there was any combat. I don't think there was any, yeah. 
So I was like, oh, like that's a weird person to be attached to this game. But yeah, it, it does look cool. Um, if there's like any type of story to go along with that, yeah, I would definitely check it out. Or even if it's just, you know, move along and kill stuff and do it in cool ways, that's cool too. <laughs> yeah, again, at least intrigued. Remnant 2 is coming out on July 25th. I don't know anything about that. Um, they called the first one Dark Souls with Guns, and it's going to have like procedurally generated levels and stuff. I don't really know... It doesn't, again, I don't have any experience with it. It looked aggressively fine in the trailer. Mm. Uh, are you into Remnant? Do you have any experience No, with that I haven't that? played any of them. Is Remnant, like, from the ashes? Is that the same Honestly, world? Honestly, I don't know. Um, I don't know why I have that in my head, but yeah. yeah no, so the first not, not one for is me. just called Remnant from the ashes. Oh, okay, like so yeah. For it or whatever. Dark Souls with Guns. I don't really know if that's, I feel like that's too nice to say <laughs> but it, it is high praise. it looks cool yeah we're getting into a time now where like a lot of games have like this very nice visual quality which is great but it's kind of hard to like parse through what you actually want to play and what is just like not <laughs> not gonna hold up well like uh forespoken and stuff like that but like that looks really good like they got that but like will the gameplay actually be fun I agree. I think Lords of the Fallen is another one that we didn't get anything on it today, but like that game looks beautiful. I'm really intrigued by it, but the first one was like apparently really bad. So I don't know. Sometimes trailers can get you, which is obviously the point. Um, Nicolas Cage is coming to Dead by Daylight. I knew that, but it's still fantastic. I didn't expect that to see Nicolas cool. Cage on stage. I've been playing Dead by Daylight a lot more lately, um, just because it's really fun to play with friends and it's sort of like an easy, like, hop on play a game or two um at nicholas cage is a national treasure man i texted you that earlier like he's great and i i loved him in renfield he was he's he was great in in uh movie with pedro pascal uh i can't remember yes i need to watch that Nerd that one has the weird name massive talent or something yeah. nicholas cage yeah, is, is going yeah. through a renaissance and it is wonderful to see because and I he's always... spider-man noir that's true too yeah he had a few lines in across the spider-verse which i i forgot about um he is very, very good. Uh, so that's interesting, and it's cool. And Dead by Daylight has their seventh anniversary coming up soon. And apparently oh. there's going to be a bunch of sales, especially for characters and, and killers and stuff. So if people are you know into that kind of thing, keep an eye out for that, because it could be a good time to actually pick. I mean, the game itself isn't super expensive anymore. And if you have Game Pass, it's free on there. But a lot of the characters and stuff, like new killers, licensed killers, obviously, um, do cost money. They're usually like $6, so it's not bad. But I think they cut them almost oh, in yeah. half. Um, when they go on Black Desert Online, I don't know what that is, but it's getting an expansion, so cool. Um, Fae Farm, is that that could be you? No, no interest no. there. It's a cozy farm Nintendo Switch PC game, and I don't know. It, it's it's Harvest Moon, but not as good. Um, mm -hmm. Throne in Liberty, did you see that one? I did. Yeah, it was. This cool. one's interesting. It was... Amazon Games, but it's a MMO, I think. Uh, yeah, MMORPG. Yep. I don't got time for MMOs in my life. I'd probably love them, but, you know, <laughs> too busy. It's too much of a time commitment. Dude, that trailer was really fucking cool, though. But my friend was, was even like, yeah, don't buy into that because it's Amazon games. Like, they're going to make the trailer look good, but the game is not going to be anything like that. Because I was like, <laughs> the rendering, the models, all of it was so yeah. cool. But, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't think that's going to be what, what that's advertising there. But if you're into it, check out the trailer. It looks cool. Just remember that they also made Crucible and other things on Amazon games, and those games were not... Uh, not very well received. Um, 
Hardy Animals has an official release date. Yes. Uh, September 20th. It looks like Woo! Fall Guys meets Gang Beasts. Am I, am I off on that? Like, that's kind of what yeah, I Yeah, this just gave me, like, better Gang Beasts. So not better, because Gang Beasts is, like, perfected, but this game, I feel like, gives you more options. Um, and it seems like this game will have more support and uh, different ways to fuck up your friends. <laughs> but I'm excited for this one, just because Gang Beasts is so much fun, so this is a, definitely a fun party game. Yeah, it looked neat. I mean, again, I wouldn't buy it at full price or anything. I never even played Fallout Boy. Uh, not Fallout Boys. <laughs> I never even really played Fall Guys, although I've watched you stream it and I've watched some friends play it. But, um, yeah. You, so you're not fun with that. I think I covered everything that I had no, had a list of. Things. The only thing that I missed, uh, two things: Honkai Star Rail, which I know a lot of people, a lot of my friends have been into. That's officially Ooh. coming to PS5. Not my cup of tea. Um, Mortals of Avium did get a little bit more gameplay, Ugh. which gross. You're not into Mortals of Avium? No, it looked really cool. So when they when they say first person magic shooter, I'm like absolutely a hundred percent. But I feel like it's gonna be another Forspoken, where like the idea of it's really cool. The visuals are like mostly there, and then they yeah they announced or maybe I missed it before, but the main guy is um I forget his real name, but I've seen him in a few Netflix projects, so that was cool that he's uh involved because i know who he is but then they're like here's a sequence from our game that is the best part oh god and then you watch the gameplay and like it felt like <laughs> i don't know it just did not it did not look good and i yeah if that's the best they're like here's the best sequence in the game might have i'm definitely gonna have to skip that one which is upsetting because i need more first person magic in my life but it's not gonna be that for me <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I know you probably have stuff. The last thing I had was uh, Lisfanga, the Time Shift Warrior. It's a hack and slash game. Uh, sort of, some of they they describe the vibe as similar to Hades in terms of like its art style. Um, it's coming to PC. It's a hack and slash, but you can also rewind time in the game and create copies of yourself and such. So it looks like they're playing into that time element. Uh, definitely seems cool from a concept perspective. I didn't mm. get a chance to see that trailer, so I'll have to check it out. But yeah, it's cool. I definitely don't think it'll hit as good as Hades does, but who knows? It could be one of those things that you don't know it's that good until people get their hands on it, and then it's the new sensation. That's true. Yeah, Hades was Hades is one of my all-time favorite games. The game's incredible, and I, I'm so excited for the second one. But that game, they just struck fire because it was the gameplay, the music, the characters, the voice acting. I mean, that had everything. You're almost never going to get things that come together that perfectly. Um but yeah, I think I think that's it for what I had. And uh, Annapurna Interactive did announce they have a showcase coming up. They're the ones who made Stray. They announced they have some. They new made stuff. so they make so many games. Whether I don't, I don't know if it's like them developing stuff or if they're like the publisher for other indie studios. But yeah, they make a lot of good hits and stuff that's up my alley. So I'm excited for their showcase. Yeah, uh, that one I, I mean, they didn't give us any game details, obviously. And then the only other one is that Im, uh, I, I Immortals something or other I, I had it somewhere and i scrolled away from it but uh immortals something of eden banishers of eden maybe oh, banishers oh that was a banishers yeah that was a good one yeah i mean it it didn't do anything for me um i haven't actually seen that that one i had to leave before i got to watch that so i don't know if you have oh, any yeah. thoughts on that but also anything else you wanted to touch on because that was the end of my list so by all means the floor is yours yeah i think the the banisher uh, Banisher's Ghost of New Eden, uh, yeah, this action RPG from the creators of Vampire, or Vampire, I don't really know how you're supposed to pronounce that one, uh, but when we saw it the first time, I was like, okay, this could be cool, again, it's like that super realistic looking game, um, kind of seems like horror, 
I don't really know what's going to go on with that one, but it it definitely looks up my alley. There's, like, some story decisions in there, and Don't Nod are the people behind, like, Life is Strange, um, Twin Mirror, stuff like that. So, like, if it has that type of gameplay that they've been showing, like, coupled with an, a good story, like, actually a good story, <laughs> that could be definitely one that um, I keep my eye, eye on and maybe um, play when it's out or pick up on a sale later afterwards. Um, but yeah, there's like ghosts and stuff in there, so I'm interested. It, it looks really cool, but like I don't know if it's actually gonna be that good. Um, I think, yeah, Marvel Snap's getting a new game mode. I stopped playing that after like the initial rush. And then, yeah, the biggest one for me, which you just completely didn't mention, sadly, <laughs> um, is Under the Waves, which I don't know if it was announced before, but it, it got an August release date, so I don't know if this was, like, a one-and-done, like, here's this game, it's coming out, but I saw this as some other people's, like, stars of the show, just because, like, the show, like we said, overall was kind of meh, um, but it's this, like, unsettling underwater game, uh, kind of like, it gave me Soma vibes, if anyone's ever played that, um, you're, like, in a scuba suit but then also in a submarine and there you're also like talking to somebody and like exploring underwater which i obviously am an underwater person i have my diving certificates and all of that but like underwater still scares the fuck out of me and i hate playing it in games like that especially when you can't see like i'm like oh like there's just there's a shark it's gonna come kill me i don't know i find it really unsettling to play in water in games <laughs> but this one looks really cool and i'll definitely keep my eye on it and like make myself play it <laughs> and suffer because I want to know what's going on. But yeah, it's coming out August 29th, and that seems like something that could be up my alley in that same space as uh, other horror games that I play that terrify me. Yeah, I saw Under the Waves like on the list. I just don't know anything about it, and I mm. it looked like... there. I see there was a release date trailer. Um, I haven't seen anything about it, but I honestly, it said it was submarine piling and scuba diving so i didn't even think it was a horror game i thought it might have been more of just like a simulator type thing i don't know but i guess under yeah. the water under the sea can just be scary in general to some it is which is weird because uh, you're like a big you're a big like i know <laughs> you love the water you love you know biology. facing your fears head on <laughs> exactly um and then yeah did you miss like the biggest announcement of the show in the closer uh final fantasy 7 rebirth is coming in early 2024 no, I talked about this at the very beginning of the show when I said that. Did you? Kind of... I thought we started with Spider-Man. Well, even before that, when we did the opening, oh, okay. I said that um, I, I'm glad I dropped it because it's not actually coming out this year. And that's why oh, I ended up okay, right, right. Fantasy 16 instead. But yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not shocked by that. I was kind of worried. But I mean, if it makes it better, I still haven't even played the first one yet, so I need to. But by all accounts, I mean, it should be really good. Yeah, I I have not, and I'm tired of living in a world where Final Fantasy exists. <laughs> and I I don't mean that like I wouldn't like the games, but like if you're not a Final Fantasy fan, you need to understand that like anytime anyone's like there's an announcement or here's our big thing, it's Final Fantasy. There's so many of these games, and it's either a remake or part two to a game or just a new game or just oh, there's so much of it, and I want that space to be used for other things. That's that's my piece on it, but... <laughs> I have to say, I gotta call you out a little bit on this. 
because you and I are both big Marvel fans, and people feel the same way about Marvel making so many movies and so many things, oversaturation, but you and I are like, give us that content. Final Fantasy is that. That's not the same thing, though. Like, movies and shows, you just go where you want to, but when you have Summer Games Fest where Jeff's like, there's one thing at the end, like, this is my big, because, like, he didn't have that much. He's like, here's my one big thing, and it's fucking Final Fantasy for the millionth time. God. Or, like, any anything where it's like, oh, here's another JRPG that looks exactly the same as the last one we saw. Like, if, if it's just not your genre, like, it gets tiring to see all the time. <laughs> I suppose and, like, I probably would like that. I'd probably like these games. What's the new one? Final Fantasy fourteen. I heard... 16. Just, like, 16. From what I heard, like, that's probably a game I would like. Um, that comes out. But, like, there, there were so many other things. Like, we didn't see anything from Hideo Kojima today. No Death Stranding. Um, we could have, like you said, saw a Silk Song. Obviously, the stuff's not ready if it wasn't in the show or they're saving it for something else, but I was just... The way he introed this game, he was like, you guys will never see this coming. Like, it's another <laughs> game in, like, a beloved uh, RPG action game. I'm like, I'm like, this literally could be anything. People were like, is it Mass Effect? Is it this? Like, I was like, this could be anything. Like, here we go. Is it Bloodborne 2? People want that, too, the way he fucking hyped it up. And I was like, oh, and then I literally crossed my mind, I'm like, is it gonna be Final fucking Fantasy? And sure enough, here we are. I feel like every showcase, it's the, it's something to do with Final Fantasy. I'm like, how is there this much and also, it's on two discs for the PS5, which is just fucking astronomical. How? Why? I think this is the only game on PS5 that's needed that. That's, like, something of, like, a bygone era. We don't do that anymore, because games aren't that big. Crazy. Well, they, either that or games aren't that big initially, and then you need to, like, download more shit, so... Yeah, maybe this will be the one I make myself play, just because I think Sephiroth's in this one, and that he's cool. And Cloud, like, yeah, I feel like I know these names, oh, yeah. but Final the, Fantasy the, the characters change, right? Yeah, he was in Final Fantasy VII, and then they remade Final Fantasy VII a couple years ago. That's the one that came out, and then this is a sequel to that. So, typically, yeah, so Final just play the every remake. Final Fantasy game is a separate entity most of the time. I'm not an expert. I know there's a few, yeah. where the few things overlap, but in terms of Cloud and Sephiroth, more than, that's seven. And then Sweet. that's why we got seven, a new seven, and then seven part two. I so can I just play the remake two. and this one? You can, uh, from what I hear, but I would also say that they're very different game experiences because apparently the the remake really takes a lot of liberties with changing some elements of the story. Ah, uh, um, fine by me. <laughs> not drastically, but <laughs> the in, true in, a, way. in a way that it's almost meant to be like a parallel. Yeah. Also, that little tiger that talks with them gave me Diego vibes from uh, the Ice Age. So, Diego. Yeah, it looks just like him. Who the hell's Diego? The saber tooth tiger. Oh, his name was Sid. Oh no, no, no! I, no, yeah, that's never a slot. Never mind. Never mind. I mixed it all up. All right. So, Final Fantasy. I mean, it does look good. I'm intrigued, but we'll see how it actually ends up coming out. Um, but overall, I mean, there was some noteworthy stuff. I wouldn't say it was the craziest Summer Games Fest I've ever seen, but it wasn't bad. Um, what would you rate I, it? Uh, metal I gave it a alone. two out of five. Twisted Metal trailer alone <laughs> makes me want to give it like a one out of ten. Um, but no, <laughs> I would say probably like three out of five. Yeah, it was kind of underwhelming. A couple of neat things. The 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 Pokemon knockoff trailers taken off at least a point. Um, but there's a few neat things and a few potential. I just I don't know. Someone said it earlier. It feels like Jeff really enjoys this stuff. But it he also does. feels like he overhypes some things. Like, he oversells some stuff a lot. Yeah. And it's like, there needs to be a balance, because he acts like it's like... It's great... gotten a lot better. Yeah. 
still. Because it used to just be Ad Central, and he's really improved upon that. There was a joke that I saw afterwards, which isn't really a joke, it's kind of sad, but the there was more Xboxes on stage than women. So Really? Yeah, did, did you right? see any woman? There was no, <laughs> there was not a, there was not a woman in sight. Um, so that that's not cool. <laughs> so women make to, games too. Someone had to do the catering. I'm just kidding. That was just yeah, a joke. yeah, um, yeah. But, but no, no, I'm kidding. Of course, I honestly, I didn't really watch enough. I didn't watch the whole show start to finish. Were there really no women that came out on stage to like? No, do a presentation? <laughs> well, that's kind of no. Sad. There was no woman involved, and like I'm pretty sure everyone was also white. So <laughs> we could we could always be improving in in uh, in any industry. Other, that's a whole other can of worms. Um, yeah, but I do love Jeff. I think, like you said, he definitely enjoys what he's doing, and like his energy about it's like infectious. Like it definitely isn't fake. Like it, like for what he's done, he literally just started. He's like, I'm gonna put a showcase together, and like did all of the work, and eventually he he took over E3. E3's gone. Summer Games Fest and opening night live and game awards, all the stuff he does is like everyone. I'm not sure everyone, but like anyone that's probably into any games, like we are, probably has seen or heard at least one of them. Um, so yeah, his showcases are fun. They're get they're getting better ad wise. Um, yeah, I always look forward to his stuff because you never know. Because like last year, I think he announced or one of his shows, he got to announce uh, Elden Ring. So he he gets the stuff sometimes, and he's got some good relationships and. In the industry, so you never know what you're gonna get. But if games aren't ready, they're not ready. It's not his fault. He's not being like, I don't want to announce that. Like, I'm sure he would love to announce anything he can get his hands on. That's true. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, I enjoyed the show for what it is. I just didn't think they really let, let like, yeah. hit, hit on a lot of the announcements. But yeah, that pretty much covers it and pretty much takes us right up to 9:30. So I think it's a pretty good point to, uh, to call it a wrap for this show. And, and we'll be back next week. And we got. To talk about Xbox and Xbox Starfield. Showcase, Starfield, and uh, yeah, we got some other stuff in the works that we're talking about, brainstorming, and uh, I do think pretty soon we got to bring Jeopardy back for, yes. for, for an episode. Um, so a lot in the works, a lot on the horizon. Um, 12 episodes away from our one-year anniversary, which we'll have to do something fun for um, when we get to that point. Uh, but yeah, thanks everybody listening. Thanks everybody downloading and listening later um nicole anything on the horizon for you this weekend anything fun you got anything anything exciting coming up i don't think so i'm still playing tears of the kingdom if you can believe it which i'm sure you can believe it i haven't moved on to anything yet even though i definitely could like i said i bought alan wake but i'm still trudging along in tears of the kingdom and i'm not bored i just always want to play this game <laughs> so that's what i'm doing um just another thing i wanted to add on is i ended up watching day of the devs which streamed right after summer games fest which is something that started i don't know how many years ago to highlight um indie developers and indie games and i dead ass had more fun watching that um than summer games fest there's so, so many games are up my alley so many cool and unique stuff coming up i think i tweeted about it earlier um added some stuff to my wish list so that was cool. Check that out if you're into indies or just cool projects. All right, all right, yeah, we'll have to. I'll have to check it out. And uh, yeah, I am actually going away for the weekend. Uh, celebrate oh, nice. my anniversary, so I'm excited about that. Um, and yeah, I've, I've been playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Um, it's just, I can't say enough good things about the game. It has a little bit of an entry challenge kind of at the beginning, but it's such a great title, um, and I'm a huge fan. Honestly, I think Castlevania was something getting that was rumored to get a new game. Yeah, I hope, but I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, maybe, but they they haven't done anything about it yet. I don't think PlayStation has anything super like coming up anytime soon, right? So, 
Yeah. Is there some kind of PlayStation showcase in addition to what we already saw? I don't think there is. No, Capcom has a showcase, and then Ubisoft has one coming up, so probably for, like, Assassin's Creed and stuff. Which I don't care about. I don't know who makes Castlevania, I forget. Konami. And they, oh, yeah. <laughs> they have Metal Gear 3 coming out, so, you know, obviously there's a lot of, uh, a lot of moving parts. I wouldn't be shocked if we didn't get anything on that, though, so, you know, you may make it. But yeah, all right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out. Quick hour, went by fast, fun to talk about, and obviously a lot of exciting stuff in the world of gaming. Um, and yeah, fingers crossed that Final Fantasy uh, 16, when that comes out, does well so that I can, um, you know, get good, uh, you know, extra points for the draft. Yeah. I think we're all rooting for me to get extra points. Right? Sure. <laughs> what I like to hear. All right, guys, thanks so much for watching. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Bye.